Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 78 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking about how to prepare for a website redesign. Many of my clients come to me because they are ready to update or redesign their current website. And they all have questions about what they can do to make sure that they're ready to work with a designer. So today I'm going to be going through the steps that you can take to make sure you are ready to work with a designer when you need to update or redesign your website. If you've been in business for a while, you may have a website that is already serving your business. But as time goes by and you start building more clients and getting busier with your schedule, sometimes it's hard to keep up with the website, updates that need to be made, and sometimes it just feels out of date and like it doesn't represent your business where it is today. That's when a website redesign comes into play. And this is a huge piece of business. I recommend taking a look at your website at least every year to see if you need to make updates or bigger pivots on your website to really reflect what it is that you're doing and who you're serving so that your website can serve your business. When you're thinking about getting your website redesigned, the first thing I want you to do is consider how much you want to update. You will probably fall into one of three camps. The first is you need a full redesign. Either your website was created years ago and you haven't touched it and it's really out of date and doesn't reflect your website, or maybe you've made some really big shifts in your business and so your website doesn't reflect your dream clients or your brand or anything about what you're doing anymore. What you need is to start basically from scratch. You don't need to just make a couple of tweaks or hope that you can make your website work, but you really want to start fresh with something new. The other reason you might want a redesign is because you're starting a different branch of your business and you need a website that reflects that new piece of what you're offering. The second option here is that you need a designer who can add some more content and really spruce up your current design. This is more than just making a few tweaks because you know that you have lots that needs to get done and you want a professional eye on your website to help you take your website from just looking good to actually working for you and helping you meet those big website goals. But you're not ready for a full redesign because either you don't have the money to invest or it's working pretty well and you just want to make sure that you are investing in a designer who can help you take your website to the next level and grow your business. The third thing you might be looking at here is that you have specific updates that you want to make on your website and you just want to hire somebody to help you do those. What I suggest here is to have a list of those types of updates. Maybe you need to add some new pages to your portfolio, or there are a couple of small tweaks that you just can't figure out or don't have the time to play around with. And so you're ready to hire somebody to go in and make those for you, but you don't need a full redesign or a lot of guidance from a designer. Instead, you just need somebody to help you do the work who knows the platform and can get it done efficiently. 
Another thing to consider here as you're looking at your website redesign and considering what it is that you want to do is to figure out which platform either you are on or you want to be on. Because a lot of designers work on specific platforms, before you go into figuring out who you should hire, you want to figure out where your website is currently located and if you're staying there. If you are moving your website from one platform to the other, even if you want it to stay relatively similar in look and feel and functionality, that's going to fall more in the realm of a full redesign because it takes a lot of time to transfer over a design and getting working on a new platform. This is something I do for a lot of my clients. They have a website on a platform, but it's just not working for them. Maybe it's because they can't make updates themselves or something has happened with the security, but they want to be on a different platform like Squarespace and they want to hire a designer to help them with that. While they have a design in place, it still takes me a lot of time and a lot of customization to get it looking the way that they want it to. And so that's something to consider as you look into what you want to do as you prepare for a website redesign. You need to figure out which platform you're currently on and if you want to stay there or move somewhere else. Once you know where you want your website located and the type of updates and redesigns that you're really looking into, you need to start looking for a designer. What I always suggest here is to ask for referrals. Look at your trusted friends and people you watch and follow in business and see who designed their websites. Sometimes you can find this on a site credit at the bottom of their website or you can just ask them. You can also ask in Facebook groups or other places, but just be aware that you're going to get a lot of responses if you're putting out just, I need a website designer to help me. That's why I suggest you go to somebody that you trust and ask them who they trust to do website design for them. Most of my clients find me through referrals, either from past clients or from people that I've just gotten to know through the podcast or networking, and they know the heart that I have in my business and that I am really big on being efficient and organized. And they can speak to those qualities in my business because they've seen them firsthand. Once you have a couple of referrals, I really suggest that you go to the designer's website and check out their portfolio. While not every designer is going to make your website look like the ones they've done in the past, you can get an idea of the style that they follow and the types of clients that they serve by looking at their website. On some websites, you can even hear testimonials from other clients and see the results that they've gotten for their clients. For example, on my own website portfolio, I have information about the project, how we got started, what it is that we did, images of the new website, and then I include stats about what changed on their website after we worked together. Because a big part of what I do is really strategize to make sure that your website design is serving your business and the goals that you want to reach. Once you've narrowed in on a couple of designers that you think are really trustworthy and that fit the style and the platform that you're looking to move to, get on a call with them. I know this can be really intimidating, and when I look to hire somebody in my own business, this is not my favorite part, but it is so important because a designer for your website is going to be getting into a lot of really important stuff and pieces of your business. Not only are they going to be logging into your website and changing things, 
but you may be sharing a lot of information behind the scenes with them depending on the type of redesign you're working on. So you wanna make sure that they're a good fit personality-wise, that you trust them to do the work, and you can ask them on that call if they really understand what it is that you're looking for and if they know that they can get it done. When I have clients who come to me and have a list of specific updates that they want, I will have them put that together before our call so that they can go through it with me and I can tell them whether or not I can do those things if I've done them in the past or maybe make suggestions based on what Squarespace is capable of in different ways that we could attack the same problem. If you're looking for somebody to help you just get some updates for your website and make suggestions on what to do, but you don't need a full redesign, you can see if you can schedule a kind of website audit where they're going through your website and they're sharing, okay, on these pages, this is what I would suggest updating. And from my design perspective, these are the things you want to focus on. This will give you a good idea of what you can expect when you work together as far as what's actually going to be getting done. And you can get to know whether they understand your goals and your needs for your website. Finally, when you're choosing a designer, you have to decide who you want to work with. Some of this is going to depend on that call that you got to make sure you're a good fit. Some of it might depend on schedule and budget. But no matter what matters here, you need to make a decision and then get on that designer schedule so that you can actually start making these updates. When was the last time you checked to make sure your website was healthy? The only way to know if your website is serving your business and working correctly is to make maintenance a regular part of your to-do list. I've created a maintenance guide at lemonandthesea.com maintenance that will help you get a picture of how your website is performing, what's working and what isn't, and the things you can work on improving so that you can continue to show off your expertise and bring in more dream clients. Inside, you'll learn why website maintenance isn't something to put off until next week, 15 tasks you should be doing on a regular basis to maintain your website, and the tasks you need to do weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly. Get the guide at lemonandthesea.com maintenance. The third piece of preparing for a website redesign is to know your brand. When I work with clients, I have a questionnaire that I have them fill out, no matter what kind of updates that I'm doing, because I need to understand who it is that they're working with, the vision behind what they're doing, the heart that they're trying to share, because that's how I can best serve them. So what you need to know here is who are your dream clients? What are they looking for from you? How do they use your website? How are they finding you? Then you need to know your website goals. What is it that you want your website to really accomplish? Do you want people to sign up for your email list or get in touch with you about your services? Do you want them to purchase something from you? Those goals are really going to affect the design of your website, and so it's important to know those up front. You also need to know the mission and vision of your brand. What is it you're, that you're trying to accomplish? What do you want to help your clients do in the long run? These things affect the way that we design because we need to be able to communicate them through the design just as much as we do through the content of your website. Once you have all of that together, the fourth step here is to gather information. Your designer may ask you for this or have some kind of a questionnaire to help with this, but it always helps to have it together in the first place so that you're not scrambling when they need it to make those updates and stay on schedule. 
Here are some of the pieces of information you're gonna need. Number one, you need your login information for your website platform and anything else that's going to be connected to your website. So for Squarespace, you can add your designer as an administrator. You don't actually have to share your login information, but if they need to connect to something like MailChimp or ConvertKit, they're gonna need that login information. If you need them to set up your domain to point to your website, they need that login information. If it needs to go to a certain email address, they need all of that information upfront so that they can really be prepared to help you and they're not trying to send emails back and forth waiting to get this from you. The next thing you're going to need are all of your brand and design files. While your designer might not need all of them, it's always a good practice to have these in one place where you know where they're located. It is one of the first things I ask my clients for because a lot of times what I'm updating on their website, while I may not be changing the brand files or the icons or the logo, I still need those files so that I can get the highest quality uploaded as possible. This is going to include your logo, any icons or graphics that have been designed for you. If you have text that's layered over images, you're gonna need the original files for those. And anything else that you work with in your brand regularly that might go on your website or be attached to your website. If you can have all of those things in one place before you start designing with somebody, it's going to make things a whole lot easier because then they have everything that they need and they're not waiting for you to send it to them as they're working through things. You're also going to need images for your website. This may mean getting a brand photo shoot done or finding stock images or purchasing images, but many times your website designer isn't going to be the one sourcing images for you unless you're specifically paying them to do that. And that's because while they are working on your website design, they're not the one who's putting together everything visually to fit your brand. So what I recommend is just having a file folder full of images that fit your brand, whether or not you know where they want them on your website. Some of my clients have very specific requirements for where images go on their website, and that's totally fine. Others send me a whole folder full of images and tell me to pick the ones that are going to work best with the size and the resolution and the design that we're using. And either way, I'm okay with it. I just don't wanna be the one to have to go out and find images at the last minute if you don't have them. And the fourth thing you're going to need to gather before you start working on your website redesign is the content for your website. If you are just making some small tweaks, there might not really be any content to gather, but if you're doing a bigger redesign or if you have new pages that need to be added, you need to have all of that copy already written. We can, as designers, work without that content together, but you're not going to get the full picture of the design until we actually have the words that are going on your website. And that's because you are going to have different lengths of things and titles are going to be in different places and the layout might look different based on the content you're putting on your website. So if you can have that up to date as soon as possible, it means that it's easier for your designer because they're not having to find filler text and they can design based on what you're actually going to be putting on your website instead of just creating a layout that is generic and telling you we need about this much content. While I am happy to do that for my clients, tell them you know on an about page you need this many paragraphs and you need a bio and this sort of thing, 
It's also helpful if you have some idea of what it is that you want to share. Once you have all of that information together, it's time to get started on the project. So what's going to happen here is your designer is probably going to send you a contract. And this basically just protects both of you through the entire process of working together and outlines what it is that they've been doing and all of those other legal things. You're also probably going to pay some kind of a retainer invoice to get started. Uh, unless you have been working with me for a while and you're set up to be billed on an hourly basis that I send out monthly, I always require new clients to put down a payment so that I can get started on their work. And then your job is to sit back and let the designer work and trust their expertise. You hired them for a reason. You got to know them, you trusted them, and you've told them what you want them to do. So what you need to do is trust their expertise as they work and not micromanage them. I know that's hard for some people because this website is a huge investment for you and there's a lot going on and you really just wanna make sure that it's perfect, but your designer gets that too. And you don't have to worry that you're never going to see the design before it's finished. Your designer should be asking for feedback throughout the process. Depending on the type of redesign I'm doing, I may be sending emails a couple of times a day for small tweaks saying, you know, it's done, you need to check it out and let me know if you want any changes, or it may take a week or two for me to get you a full website mock-up. But either way, I want your feedback because this is your website. So your designer should be communicating with you about what they're doing, when you can expect to see changes and updates, and then asking you for your feedback along the way. So be prepared to give that feedback. Be prepared to tell your designer, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, can we change things here and there? But remember, they are the expert here. And so unless you have a really strong opinion, I would trust them with the way that they've laid things out because our job as designers is to make your website work for you. And we have done this a lot. So for me specifically, when I am working on website strategy with somebody, I know what has worked for people in the past, and I want your website to work for you as well, so I am going to use that expertise that I have and lay things out in a way that's going to help you reach those website goals. The final thing you can do to prepare for a website redesign is just to be ready to commit the time to getting all of this together. It takes time to interview designers and figure out exactly what you update, it takes time to gather all of these files and get them into the right place, and it takes time to give feedback. But it's going to take a whole lot less time for most people to hire a designer than to try to update their website themselves. So just make sure that you are building in time for your schedule to get all of these things done so that your website can stay on schedule for your launch or your release date or whatever it is that you're working towards. When my clients are readily available to answer questions and give feedback within a day or two of when I've asked for it, things go a whole lot smoother because then I am always having their project at the top of mind and I can make tweaks really quickly because I know exactly where I left off. If I have to wait a couple of weeks to hear back from you, then I'm sitting there working on other projects or trying to figure out what it was that we were referring to in the past so just make sure that you set aside some time to communicate with your designer throughout this process. Here are your action steps for the day. 
Number one, brainstorm a list of updates you need to make on your website. We all need to make updates on our website, whether it's adding new projects to our portfolio or changing our pricing, adding new PDF guides, whatever it is, you're going to have some updates to make. So just start a list. Even if you're not ready to hire somebody yet, by putting together a list now, you can remember those things down the road. Number two is to make sure that all of your brand and design files are in one place. I have all of mine saved on my computer in one file so that I have everything handy whenever I need it. This is gonna be super helpful for you as you are making updates to your brand and sending things to your clients, and it's also going to be helpful when you hire a designer. And number three, if you are ready to hire somebody to help you with website updates or a full redesign, ask around for some referrals to see who other people trust and to start the process of figuring out who it is that you might hire for your website redesign. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 